Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Oh, we've got a jam-packed show. We are comedians who watch wrestling incessantly and sometimes not at all. And we talk about it. Each and every week we bring you the funny of wrestling. And this week we have a new special segment from our international jerk correspondent, Tom Anstey. From wrestling memes. Now, the terms of the, what we're calling the correspondent is that is it officially jerk correspondent or is it curtain jerk correspondent? What are what are we thinking? Uh, well, it's it's been workshops some uh, international correspondent jerk. We're gonna have to make sure that the sign that uh that Tom wears in his fedora that sticks out of it that says press says yeah. the whole thing. Oh, you're right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't wear a bowler. Uh, how many press guys wear bowlers? English ones. Fair enough. Well, Tom Anstey has brought us an interview all the way from the UK from a wrestler in the US. <laughs> Back to us in the United States. That's right. With Bully Ray. That's I figured you'd be excited. <laughs> I you just looked excited. at me blankly. <laughs> I'll cut this out. Well, Scott, that's incredible. Thank you very much, Tom. <laughs> We're so excited for this uh, for this interview. It's uh quite a coup. Quite a coup. Formerly Bubba Ray Dudley, uh Former uh, Dudley Boy, now he's Bully Ray. And where is he from? Is he from Red Hook, Hell's Kitchen? What's the deal? What are they? Uh... Well, he's formerly from Dudleyville. That's true. But I think uh, once he left, then they nuke that place. Yeah, Dudleyville sounds like a town in Fallout. It's like oh, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout oh, Fallout Three. Dudleyville. Fallout Dudleyville. That, Holy the Dudley shit. Boys. That'd be amazing. The Dudley Boys. Like Bully Ray seems like he'd be like the boss battle in a in a video game of a post-apocalyptic future would spike dudley uh turn on them and then join you like as a little helper i think so at the beginning of the game but then i think he turns on you halfway through or near the end of the game oh he turns back yeah he steals your uh your knapsack or something like that at what point do you fight big dick dudley uh i never encountered big dick dudley I guess I'm going to have to check out the old WWE Network, huh? That's right. It's Sign Guy Dudley. Um, there's a lot of Dudleys. I remember uh, when Spike Dudley started coming onto the scene, I was in high school, and this guy was saying, like, oh, I just remember from ECW, he had this awesome move called the Acid Drop. They can't call it the Acid Drop, though, on WWE television, because, you know, kids. <laughs> I like this friend of yours. I can't, I can't remember his face. <laughs> what was his name? What was his first name? You, have, you I, gave him this look of so okay. I can't reveal his name. I know. He's in the federal that, witness you know that look program. Was that I gave you it was the look of, I don't remember. I think it was a Nate, maybe, or a Nick. Might have been a Nick. Oh, okay. Is he listening? No, I don't think so. But I think the same guy also said, told me a story where he's like, oh, yeah, that was a good WrestleMania. Then the next night, my favorite, Stone Cold, came back and won the belt, and it was my birthday. So and I was like, I remember thinking, wow, that's really impressive. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. spoiler. Well, Bully Do you remember Ray- that WrestleMania where Stone Cold came back and won the title on Raw after the night after WrestleMania? Does no. that sound familiar to you? No. Because huh. what the hell WrestleMania would that be? 14, he won it on the night. 15, he won it on the night. 2000, he wasn't there. 17, he won it on the night. 18, Maybe it was a backlash. 18, he left, and I saw him in the airport the next day, so he did not go to Raw. And then 19 was his uh, last match. No. Yeah. Well... Your friend is a liar. Maybe it was a maybe it was a pay per view. Maybe it was after a pay per view. Oh, okay. Um, well, Bully Ray's coming up in a bit. He's going to be talking about tag teams and weapons and tables and ladies through tables. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. But more importantly, at the moment, right now, what needs to be discussed is a movie called Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Scott, I saw this movie. How many times, Steve? Uh, I think one less than you did. Oh. So once. <laughs> I saw it twice. Was it? How was it the second time? The exact same running time. I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair it was enough. just as fun. Actually, it wasn't just as fun. It's really fun the first time with all the surprises. Yeah. And then watching it, it's like, oh, yeah, this part's coming up. Oh, yeah, this part's coming up. So it holds up. But it's still fun and fresh. Absolutely. Uh, I'll put this out there. I would watch a Nova movie with John C. Riley in the lead in a heartbeat. Where he plays Nova? Yeah. Where he just plays a Nova guard. He's like a cop on the beat in space. That'd be fantastic. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Oh, oh I thought you meant the uh, the Marvel character Nova. Well, the Marvel character. Like, he's a little old and heavy the for Marvel that, isn't it? The Marvel character Nova is it's like calling a character police officer. Because the Nova Corps are all those, like, intergalactic space cops. Hmm. So, yeah. Spoiler alert, everybody. Right now, for something that happens towards the end of the movie, fast forward two minutes because I'm going to talk about something with Steve right now. If you haven't seen it, go ahead two You're minutes You're going to talk the about episode. the end of the movie right now on the podcast? Yeah, because the, 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 the problem with the Nova Corps, is that what they're called? Oh, so starting now. We're now entering spoiler country, guys. Yeah. Dude, fast forward two minutes. Nova Corps? No, Primal I can't remember. Uh, there's the, Nova Prime, which is Glenn Close. Yeah. And then the, the Nova, Nova Core. Core is all of them. Why the fuck would they give the Infinity Gem to a police force that is completely depleted? All of their ships are gone and destroyed, and they have like six officers left. Are they still? All the ships were destroyed? Yeah, they're all tied up all over the the big mothership that was attacking. Because they could, didn't want to introduce another third, like, intergalactic bank in the last two minutes of the movie. Someone should have said, don't worry, reinforcements are coming to help protect this gem. You, you wanted something just as simple as that. That's my only hang-up. That's my only hang-up with the entire movie. That's a, I mean, that's not bad for a hang-up. It's a great movie. And it had fucking Infinity Gems in it, which was awesome. So cool. I don't know my Infinity Gems too well. Uh, you know what? It's all That's you need the to know. purple one. All you need to know is they put them all in a glove, and then Thanos can control the universe, and it's yeah. great. It's super cool. Josh Brolin Thanos. Yeah, so Josh Brolin Thanos, pretty cool. And Ronan the Ronan the Accuser. <laughs> Ronan, Ronan the Accuser. He was great. Wait, he's Ronan the Accuser. His name's Ronan the Accuser. He didn't do that at all. No, he just Ronan the ass kicker, more like it. Yeah, that's not very true to the character, then I'd say. But he was an awesome villain. Like he was really pretty boilerplate until he just started kicking ass who was that guy lee pace he was on pushing daisies and i think he was in a neil gaiman movie called mirror mask oh i think that was lee pace yeah he's a good actor well batista yeah. he stole the movie for me he was fantastic both times like i don't think he's not the most like he's no gary oldman or robert de niro by any means but every time he was on how screen, dare you sir how dare you sir did you not recall when we saw wrong side of town he was the best part of that movie do you not recall when we watched, uh, what else was Batista in? What was the other thing we watched Batista in? I don't know if we have watched it. It was the only Wrong Side of Town. It's the only thing I've ever seen him in. Uh, well, I have access to Scorpion King 3. Is he the Scorpion King? I don't know. I think he's just a thug. Regardless, for him not being the most powerful actor, he was the one of the most compelling things. Anytime he said something, it was hilarious and great and cool. Genuine laughs all throughout. Like, surprising laughs. Yeah. Everybody that said Bautista, you should be ashamed of yourselves right now. I'm ashamed of myself that I like I didn't pay more attention and watch more wrestling while he 
was on this run and i feel like i watched a lot of it but i feel like i must have i missed like maybe five matches or so and i now i'm like oh man guardians of the galaxy is great <laughs> and now this is when his run should start because now i'm like i'd be totally into it i really hope when he comes back that they don't do shit with like through giving him a little raccoon buddy and trying to go like ah and then go well, you're guardian of the galaxy but the, the ring. yeah i don't know I, they they could fuck anything up. Anybody can fuck anything up. However, I read an article saying about how much... Oh, it was an article based on an interview he gave with another podcast. So I wouldn't really call it an article. <laughs> More of a news item. But he was saying that he loves playing the heel. And so he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. He, but not in the movie because he's a good guy. Uh, he he like does he, some dickish drunken things. That was pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's, God, it's such a good fucking movie. It really is. It's really, really fun. I, I can, I would imagine it's like if you saw Indiana Jones or Star Wars when it came out, that you want to go see it multiple times in the theater to yeah. know the experience. It's so fun. There's not a lot of movies where I wanted to see it again as soon as it was done, and like as soon as it was done. And I, I said this to you. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. It felt better than a Marvel movie, which was like that's I, I thought I was gonna be bummed the whole time that I wasn't gonna be seeing recognizable elements. Like, I wasn't going to be, you're not going to be seeing Iron Man. You're not going to be seeing Incredible Hulk. I didn't care. And then when Thanos showed up, I was like, oh, man, Thanos is awesome. And then I was reminded that it was a Marvel movie. Well, it's nice that it also just sits in its own thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it's not set up for everything else. Because the the only setup there is, it's, it's going to be set up for its own sequels. Yeah. It's not going, oh, well, at some point we're going to meet Spider-Man. No, that's he's owned by Sony. Yeah, I know, but they're not. It's not going to happen. Or Spider Woman was Josh Brolin Thanos in Avengers, or was that just random Thanos at that time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just I loved the space stuff. I loved the characters looked good and funky, and it was like it was colorful, but it was never. It never felt boring. Like there was everything about it felt so finely tuned. I was really impressed by it. Is this the best movie with a wrestler in it? Has Batista raised that bar so high? Because we're talking, like, let me think of a couple other top ones right now that are on everybody's uh, list. Expendables? Yeah, Expendables was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not a great movie. Uh, but very, very entertaining. Entertaining, but not a great movie. Okay. Um, Predator, Jesse Ventura. Jeez. Uh, Princess Bride, Andre the Giant. Okay. Rocky Three, Hulk Hogan, Thunderlips. Those are the top ones that, that I can think of off the top of my head that are just like I the would put best it, movies overall with wrestler in it. I love Princess Bride, but I wouldn't consider myself a Princess Bride guy. Uh, I would put Guardians of the Galaxy up against Predator. Like, I, not against. I'd put them next to each other on the DVD shelf. I think they're that right. good. I think it's that good. Get a Blu-ray, buddy. Yeah, I, I want to, but I like... I don't know what's, what I'm holding. Oh, I can't fucking afford it. That's why. There you go. Yeah, that's the <laughs> truth right there. Um... I think what was it about guardians of the galaxy? Yeah, it was really solid and like it was solid screenwriting. Like the, the whole thing is sort of a masterclass in a lot of different ways. Like screenwriting wise, I feel like it was very, uh, the best way to describe it is so they have, they're discussing the, the, how they're going to escape the prison. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rocket is telling everyone what they need. And he's like, I need you to get this. I need you to get this. We need to get that battery from that pink, like that flashing purple light. Yeah. So visually you're like, oh, that purple light that's in the background. Groot gets up and starts walking towards this purple light. God, now I feel bad if anybody hasn't seen the fucking movie. But you know what? Just skip this podcast if you haven't seen the movie. See the movie. Come back and finish this episode. 
uh, and then he just immediately takes it. Ordinarily, they would then had a bunch of fucking talking. <laughs> Someone blah, blah, blah. at home right now. Group takes the light. Jesus Christ! But ah, thumbs down. It it um it subverts expectations at every turn, and that I could appreciate. I hope that gets on the poster. What subverts expectations <laughs> at every turn? Yeah. Steve Sears, Curtain Jerks Podcast. Well, I'm hoping that on uh, some movie I'm somehow involved with, it's like perverts expectations at every turn. That's what I'd like. I'm sure it will at every single... And then underneath that, in quotations, now turn around. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's safe to say this is one of the best movies with a wrestler in it. I would... Of all time. I would put it up there with like, it's one of my favorite movies now. Really? Yeah, it's very strange. I don't think I've had such a good time in a really long time going to the movies. Is it because you're joyless? Uh, you know what? I, I think I hide that pretty well, but I, I, I'm a pretty joyful guy, don't you think? It's I, on our poster. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Sears. Joyless? Question mark? I mean, I think... Yeah, it just... It hit real... It, for me, it felt like it, it, I got to see Indiana Jones in the theater. I think that's a really good way to describe it. And uh, I was really excited for... Um, for Star Wars, and now I feel like, and now there's no reason to sort of uh, to lump this in there. I feel like a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, this is sort of a preview for what Disney wants to do with Star Wars." It just felt different. It didn't feel like I was. They don't feel in competition to me. Yeah, they don't feel in competition to me either. This feels like more fun. Yeah. So, I, are we leaving spoiler country? We left spoiler. I said no. I I made mine perfectly clear. If you went ahead two minutes, like I I said my thing. Oh, and then I did the Groot thing. That's not a spoiler at all. You That's didn't a give huge enough spoiler. No, it isn't. You didn't give enough uh, uh, atmosphere around it to know what the hell. And the light was yellow, Steve. You know what? That's what I'm. The gem That's... is purple. You can't keep putting that color in people's minds because then they're gonna think that it's it's worthless. You're right. That's right. Your American hero has arrived. Uh, Jack Swagger, what what are you doing here? Your American hero is here. Uh, aren't you on tour with SmackDown, right? I'm sorry, the WWE, right? You now? think I'm on the SmackDown tour? Uh, I don't know. They don't look. The rosters haven't been separated. You're still. It doesn't matter which one you're when on. When was right? the last time you even watched him wrestling there, Steve Scrotum? Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. Ernest the Cat Miller uh, had a robe. I'm just kidding. I've seen wrestling since then. Okay, well then, first off, you know the SmackDown is probably moving to Thursdays. Uh, I did hear a murmurings. There's a truck. Oh, is it? Is that everybody's basing it's it on? It's on a truck. <laughs> it's written on a truck. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, that doesn't seem like breaking news story. That could have been an old truck. It's, well, it says sci-fi, so it's not that old of a truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I'm going to get my own truck soon. Well, talking yeah. about how I'm an American hero and how I, uh, how I captured the flag over Rusev. It's like a real game of Stratego. Uh, you That's guys- my favorite war game, Stratego. Really? Yeah, Stratego. I would have assumed it was Monopoly. <laughs> no, that game's silly. I love Stratego. All right, Jack. So, well, now you've got a, I've got a couple of questions for you. Uh, it doesn't seem you do. What? It seemed like you totally planked. No, 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 no. I was gonna say like, is it? It's. It sounds like it's very important to you to get a truck with a truck with your face on it. Yeah. What tr- does that represent to you? What is it? Tr- well, it represents a truck with my face on it. Fair enough. Moving on. Um. How, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? I did see Guardians, did of, the like Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess you signed on for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Who? 
Batista. Oh yeah, I can see that. I'm direction. trying to trying to get in there, trying to see if I can swoop in, take the part from him, you know, perhaps give him an injury or something like that, and go, hey, I'm the new Drax the Destroyer. Uh, you know what? I don't think you should do a Drax the Destroyer thing, but I think maybe you could play like an Adam Warlock, maybe. Check I don't know book. who that is. Oh, I don't right? read comic books. They're uh, silly and for children. Oh, comic books are really a stupid form of entertainment. Well, then why do you like the movies so much? Oh, I didn't say I like it at all. I just said I saw it. Oh, you want to be in it, though. Yeah, I, was get, I, was just, I was in it. I was. Uh, had my bucket of popcorn there with my lady friend, and then I was getting a handy jake. Whoa, Jack Swagger, who's your lady friend? I, hey, stay out of my personal life, okay? Oh, sorry. You but you, but you got a lot more explicit than just me asking who your date was. Yeah, I can see I was getting a handy jake from whoever. That doesn't matter. Did you, you know do it like do? in diner? Did you do, did you do the hole in the bottom of the popcorn? Did you do a hole in the bottom of the popcorn tub? And then you put your wiener through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, though, the butter is scalding hot. And the problem also is... I'd say that the salt. You, oh, yeah, the salt is a problem, too. It gets right in your pee hole. Yeah. The other problem is when you tell the attendant to, at the contestant stand that um, you tell them to fill up this uh, specialized tub of popcorn, you have to stand back there with them while they put the popcorn on, on there with your penis and then the butter on it and everything. Yeah, I can because imagine. otherwise, if you put you hand over the tub, there's a hole in the tub, and then the popcorn starts spilling out, and then you lose out on a lot of good popcorn. Well, you know what? I thought the alternative to that to be would be if you were to get if you needed a refill, you'd say, uh, "Sir, there's a penis in this tub of popcorn. I'd like another one." Son of a bitch! That's double the popcorn right there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm oh. surprised you didn't do that. Uh, well, I hadn't thought of it. I hey, thank you for that idea. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I went, when I went to the movie theater, they almost charged they almost charged me ninety nine cents for like uh, flavors. They like they have like the garlic salt, the cheddar, and then like oh the sure tea. yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite like uh, flavor salt for popcorn? I just you know I find that it has its own natural seasonings. When I get to talking about popcorn and seasonings, you know whoever I'm with, I just talk about it, talk about it, oh, and basically- I find the first couple pieces don't taste so good. But as I talk about popcorn more and more, I find the seasoning just somehow spruces things up on its own. It certainly does. A sort of natural scent, like this popcorn right here. See, I see this popcorn right here, and I'm thinking maybe it has cinnamon or Parmesan cheese to it or something like that, well, or perhaps even some soy sauce because that's a natural salt. With actually, it. there's a little bit of Bragg's uh, uh, Bragg. Uh, what's that? It's just a Bragg sauce. I don't know what it's called. Lowry's? Yeah, it's like Lowry's, Bragg's, and there's a little bit of yeast, but if you dig on the bottom, I promise you'll find something. All right, just uh, go through this popcorn here. All right, just going through the popcorn. Ooh, was there a gummy worm in this? There's a separate penis. Oh, God, God. Are you ribbing me? I think I'm ribbing. Are you ribbing me with a severed penis? It's not a severed penis. Happy Halloween. It's a gummy worm. Oh, it is a gummy worm. God, it is August. I really can't do those uh, those October ribs this early. You got me, though. Yeah. Well, but I plan on being in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I'm going to take Batista out. Don't Come WrestleMania. We're going to have a match. Him and me. You know, Jack... Two things. Battle of the big guys. I well, I don't know if you're really a big guy on the same level. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, well, you're... Look at, look at this singlet. That's very... Yeah, I... If you're... Here, put on this singlet right now. No, I don't want to put on this singlet. I don't want to... Here, see? Oh, look at how I big look, it is yeah, on you. I look like look a little how, boy wearing his dad's tank top. Thank you. I guess you're not a big man. No, I suppose I'm not. But at the I'm same time... i put I, some popcorn on this right here. <laughs> <laughs> look, I think that you don't need to be Drax the Destroyer. I think you could be your own Marvel Comics character. I don't know any other Marvel Comics characters. 
I don't read comics. You're a silly form of entertainment. All right, all right. Who enough. who could I be? Huh? Who could I be? Oh, I'm, I'm an Adam Warlock, a high but, evolutionary, maybe one of the. You could be Blackbird Bolt, Black Bolt from the Inhumans. I swear, you're making these things up. These uh, these sound like you're full of shit. No, you know what? If you were to describe a billionaire industrialist who made a giant suit of armor for him to wear because he had shrapnel floating around his heart, I think that would sound pretty stupid too. But you oh, know who that is? Superman. Iron Man. It's Iron Man. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't know these comic book things. I just know that it's got a wrestling fan base built on this already because it's Batista. Oh, and right. I challenge Batista to a Drax the Destroyer match at WrestleMania. You know what, Jack? I don't, Jack Swagger, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that's going to be a big draw. Oh, oh no? Buddy. Oh, is this comic book lingo? Big draw? No, that's wrestling lingo, isn't it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is wrestling <laughs> lingo. I thought that was wrestling lingo. I would think that Jack Swagger versus maybe a, uh... Oh, you know what? Uh, Zack Ryder had that big win on Raw a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, after years. It was after years. I think you'd be a worthy opponent to see if he could get his WrestleMania win. You are being demeaning to me. I, I, I just said if he could try to get it. I didn't say you'd have to let him. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just there for a guy to try and win? Jack, I, I mean, honestly, if you were to look at your past couple programs wouldn't you assume that's sort of what you were there for anyway? i'm about to capture a flag bitch what does that mean capture a flag oh uh, jesus are you even watching SummerSlam's right around the corner i'm in los angeles doing promotional stuff right now oh uh by SummerSlam, august 17th yeah it's on the network or if you're in los angeles area go to the staples center live and enjoy the show uh so i'm you... fighting rusev it's a capture the flag match there's the american flag and the bullshit foreign flag and then, I uh, think it's the Russian flag. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. I, they're about three I to four Rusev, times the size of our country. I'm pretty sure Rusev is Chinese. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure. Uh, e- either way, Zeb Coulter and I, we're going to get that flag. I'm going to wave it high. Can you explain to me how this capture the flag match is going to work? Yes, there are two flags. One must capture the flag in order to win. That'll be me because his ankle will be devastated because I'll have broken three. You know what, Jack? I look forward to seeing this and figuring out how this match works. It seems incredibly straightforward. Uh, August 17th at SummerSlam, you say? At SummerSlam. It's on the network. Uh, 9.99 is Triple H uh, family set on Raw. All right. Cool, man. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, Jack. And uh, uh, take it. Oh, do you, want, do you want this popcorn? Uh, no, you can take that. No, do you want this popcorn? Uh, the popcorn that's in your lap? Yes. No, I don't. Can I have my single back, please? Yes. Thank you. Oh, you're just going to put it on over the bucket of popcorn? That's right. All right. Who wants a singlet? You know, there's a new title. Uh, like a championship belt? There's a new championship belt. Have you seen this yet? I've seen a picture of it, but... Was no, it on our Facebook page? No, I, uh, I don't know. Describe <laughs> it to me. God damn Describe it. to me our Facebook page. Facebook.com uh, slash Curtain Jerks. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Steve, I'm showing it to you now. Uh, on our page. They're and using the WWE Network logo, right? Yeah, They're everything's th- switching to that that logo the now. The sharp W? Yeah, the sharp W. I like the squiggly W. The squiggly W? Yeah, the Attitude Era squiggly W. That's been around for years, though. They're rebranding. Yeah, I know, but how, how much can you rebrand professional wrestling, right? This much. Look at the belt. Those are sharp Ws. I think it just needs that world logo behind it. We've posted those before, like alternate uh, 
looks it needs of the, the title. Globe. Yeah, it needs the globe. Ugh, of course, Triple H is the one holding the new belt. Gah. Yeah, he's already won it, dick. You know what? You know I want to say this photo is leaked by Shane McMahon. Um, no. If it was leaked by Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, they would have a little Shane McMahon face posted on tape, taped on top of. Triple oh, like H. he has a Joker logo. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I'm sure no one's talking about this online. I think maybe we should talk to some uh, some wrestling fanboys about this championship belt. Some fanboys. Yeah, like some like let's go to the street. I think we should talk to some real wrestling fanboys. Um, Steve, those people creep me out. Hey. Look, if you want, I'll go. All right, you know what? Here, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna cap. I'm gonna stop the. We're in. We're in a very heavy wrestling district. I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna stop the first fanboy I we're, find. We're in wrestling district of Los Angeles. Yeah, we're in the wrestling district of Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm gonna stop the first fanboy I see. I'm gonna ask him about that belt. Okay. Okay. All right. Here I go. All right, I'm outside of the Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. Let's see here. I'll just stop the first wrestling fan I find. Oh, got somebody over here. God, what is that T-shirt? It's a wrestling T-shirt. I know it's a wrestling T-shirt. Scott, you're going to laugh when I bring this recording back in later, and you can see it. Oh, oh looks like a Goldberg T-shirt, but it's an original WCW Goldberg T-shirt. All right. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, do you have a moment to... Yeah, excuse me, sir. Uh, so, um, you're going. Excuse me. Hello. Uh, Hello. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, you look like a wrestling fan. I can see you're wearing a WCW Goldberg t-shirt. Yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, uh, who's next, right? <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't been in the ring for some time. Uh, uh, fair enough. Um, I brought an iPad here. Do you mind if I just show you a picture of the new WWE championship belt? Uh, I'm a WCW fan. Yeah, I, I understand that, but WCW hasn't been around for a really long time. I know. That's the day my parents died. Uh, okay, well, all right, well, here's a dollar. Oh, thanks. I'm going to buy back WCW. Uh, good luck. All right, I'm going to look for another wrestling fan, <laughs> see if I can find somebody around here. That Man, those WCW fans get dark real quick. All right, let's see here. Uh, oh. Here we go. We've got somebody wearing a CM Punk hoodie. I'm sure this guy doesn't have strong opinions about wrestling whatsoever. Uh, excuse me. Hello. Hi. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I'm Steve Sears from Curtain Jerks. Yeah, what it is. Uh, do you mind if I show you a picture of the new WWE Championship belt just to get your thoughts on it? Yeah, I would. You you would mind? I would mind. I hope you do it. Oh, so you'd like me to show you Yeah, that. please do it. All right, here we go. What is that, an iPad? Yeah, it's an iPad. Oh, is that iPad Air? Let's see what we got here. Uh, yes. Oh, that's nice. They're lighter. It is, it is nice. Yeah. I think, actually, I can turn this into a hotspot if I want it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, like, to just set up wireless. Sheep. Hey, do you have an iPhone? Of course I do. So, yeah, so you could plug in, and then you could use my wireless to go, so you wouldn't get any charges besides data. Right on, man. Yeah, cool. What do you think about this belt? This is the one that Triple H is wearing. It's got the hard W. Oh, man, that is a tight-ass belt. What? Really? That is a tight-ass belt. Shit, Are you I love sure? That build. The, the design just seems a little too modern. It doesn't give you any sort of that classic championship feel. Where's the history? Uh, the history is in the logo and all the jewels on. All right, okay, thank you, sir. When was the last time you won that belt? All right, so we'll just talk to one. All right, we're just gonna look for one more wrestling fan. We're just gonna find, see if I can lead one person into thinking this belt is not cool. Besides a bitter WCW fan. All right. Oh. Got a kid over here. He seems to be wearing a uh, 
Oh, looks like he's wearing a luchador mask. Oh, it's a little Rey Mysterio mask. Uh, hi. Uh, ex- uh, is your are your parents around? Uh, what? Uh, I'm sorry. Are your parents around? It's me, Rey Mysterio. Oh, no, please, little boy. Are your parents around? I don't want to. I have a podcast, and I'm going to have to get a, a release signed if you're under 18. Steve, it's me, man. It's a Rey Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> okay, little guy. Uh, if you'd like to participate, I'm just going to show you on this iPad. This is what the new WWE Championship belt looks like. Wouldn't that be fun to grow up one day and to have this belt? I mean, would you want this belt or would you want this belt, huh? I'm a fully grown man. Look, my wife and kids are right over there. Ray Mysterio, excuse me, I had no idea. I Yeah, I'm a little shorter now. They had to completely remove my knees. Oh, gah. Yeah, I kind of look like that character from King of the Hill. When they had to remove that guy's knees out. Oh, the racist grandpa. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I haven't seen you on WWE programming for a while. Yeah, it's been really difficult traveling around without any knees. I really hope to win that belt someday. It's so hard to do the 619 these days. Ah, ah, my knees hurt wherever they are. I think they're in jars somewhere in a hospital. Ah, I feel pain. Oh, how you been? I'm okay. Here's a dollar. Oh, oh thanks. I'm going to buy back WCW. <laughs> Motherfucker, you giving away dollars? And that's where the tape ends. Good get. Thanks. Thank Good you. Good get. Yeah, I just thought I'd go uh, get out on get out in the world, get a little bit of scoops. It is time for the scoops. Time for the scoops. Now it is time for a new segment with international jerk correspondent Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes. If you guys don't know, for some reason, Wrestling Memes, they got the best wrestling memes out there. All created by Tom, all from his brain. You can find it over at Facebook.com, Wrestling Memes, and over on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Memes. They're the best memes on all the planet. He had an interview with Bully Ray. And it's quite enjoyable, and here you go. Seriously, Scott and Steve, this is the uh, the music you get when you're waiting for Bully Ray. So, he's a very classy, hardcore brawler from Brooklyn. He's not from Brooklyn, is he? He's from New York City somewhere. Oh, I'm far too posh for this. Well, posh is probably a strong word. All right, we are off hold. Uh, hello, Scott. Hello, Steve. Hello, Curtain Jerks Universe. I did a little uh, macho man wiggle with my fingers then. Um, anyway, I'm getting off track here. We are being joined now on the line by a man who has, uh, well, definitely a tag team legend, probably in the greatest tag team of all time in my mind. And not only that, he's made his way as a singles competitor since the end of team 3d uh he's gone on to be a two-time tna world heavyweight champion joining me on the line right now is mr bully ray how are you i'm not bad thank you um how about we go straight into it i know time is of the essence here so we'll start here with um well let's start with team 3d you and Devon have held, uh, I think it's about 25 tag team titles off the top of my head uh, between you, and you're both entering the Hall of Fame later this year. Of all those tag team title reigns, is there one that's, you know, is it? A, have you got a favourite tag team title reign or one that's particularly memorable to you for any reason? Uh, 
not too shabby is it um and then just to follow on from that um you're going into the hall of fame uh with devon at bound for glory um what is next for, for a for team 3d after that and b for you well I, as, as far as team 3d is concerned i really don't see um i don't see a lot on the horizon for us just because we've accomplished everything that there is to accomplish um me and devon getting back together for a short amount of time is kind of like having a reunion tour. Uh, the people are really into it. It's special. They want to see it. Right now we have um, we have some matches going on with the Hardys. They've gotten back together and uh, you know, the Wolves are the, the, are the current TNA World Tag Team Champions. So uh, those three teams mixing up is going to be is going to be pretty fun. Um, but as far as me and Devon really doing anything past Bound for Glory, um, I, I don't think we have any plans as of right now. Okay, so if Team 3D is, uh, for now, a short-lived thing, I mean, the next question falls to the fact that uh, if we look back to TLC, and it was uh, Edge and Christian, it was the Hardy Boys, and it was the Dudleys, obviously now Team 3D. If we've got the money for a short time, we've got the Hardys, we've got the Dudleys, we don't have Edge and Christian, but we do have the Wolves, who I think would be an excellent stand-in team for Edge and Christian. Could we maybe see a no, another TLC match? And, I mean, you know, they've got they've got a lot to top, but could we be seeing, a, you know, TNA's version of that featuring the Hardys, featuring the Wolves, featuring Team 3D? Well, uh, you never say never. I'm really not sure uh, as far as doing another TLC match. Um, do I think guys like me, Devon, uh, Matt, Jeff, and the Wolves can go out there and do it? Absolutely. But then there's also, you know, on the other hand, um, every single TLC match that I've been involved in uh, has been better than the last. I think all we've topped what we've done. So I'm not quite sure that I want to step on the legacy at all. Um, But, you know, you, you never say never. You could see one of those matches. Well, I mean, personally, I'd absolutely love to see that. I think it would be a phenomenal matchup. And I'm sure Team Reedy could uh, do something good with that, I'm sure. So we're going to take a dramatic left turn here and go completely off course. I was speaking to uh, Scott, uh, co-host of Curtain Jerks, and I tell him uh, I'm interviewing Bully Ray. He immediately, for some reason, said, ask him a Star Wars question. So that immediately brought me in my mind at least, to the uh, to the lightsaber battle that you had with uh, Balls Mahoney, or I think at the time he was called Cajonas, uh, at a hardcore justice pay-per-view a few years ago. Uh, so the question is, what is the weirdest weapon that you have come across while while in wrestling that you've used? Uh, I, guess, I guess it would be the lightsaber. I always... Uh... 
I always uh, said to myself, wouldn't it be fun to have a lightsaber battle in the middle of a wrestling match? And uh, I was able to come up with a, a, uh, a fun, cool way to do it, and the people ate it up, and uh, it's uh, one of the highlights of my career. To this day, it's still one of my favourite things in TNA ever. I absolutely loved it. And I mean, the lightsaber obviously is uh, one of the weirdest things, but the thing you're more used to is the uh, the table. And uh, is, I mean, uh, you've put quite a lot of people, men, women, uh, children maybe, maybe not children, through tables. Is there a person specifically that has been your favourite person to send through a table? Um, I guess it would have had to have been... Uh... Actually, it might, it might be Dixie, just because everybody wanted to see it. The entire locker room wanted to see it. Fans wanted to see it. I think the whole wrestling world wanted to see that lady go through a table. Uh, obviously, the most memorable one of all time would be Mae Young. Mm. I think those are the two that stick out the most. Oh, well, I can't wait to see. Although it would be okay. nice to put Vince McMahon through a table one day. I guess people would be sitting up watching that. <laughs> I think uh, a few years ago, Vince might have gone through the table, but I'm, I'm a little worried now he'd break a hip or something. He's quite an old man. But, I mean, you know, Mae Young put it through, so if she can do it, then Vince definitely should be able to do it. And uh, Dixie going through the table was, of course, glorious. And uh, if you haven't checked it out on uh, on Impact, you should definitely look at that just to see Dixie Carter going through a table. Uh, props to her for going through it, but it, it was it was awesome. All right, so for a bit of a more serious question here, obviously it's, well, I say it's well known about TNA and Spike. Obviously it, this has more been fueled by dirt sheet rumours and, and what have you. Uh but there is there is an issue there with Spike. Um, let's just say hypothetically, TNA leaves Spike, uh, goes to a new network. What is the knock-on effect for TNA? Uh, how will it affect TNA? Well, it, it would be it would be affected in the same way if any other brand was moved to another network, or if McDonald's started to call themselves, uh, you know, McDaniel's. You know, whenever you change the name of a product or where you can find a product and you confuse the customer, yes, it's going to cause a little bit of a problem. Uh, you know, TNA has been on Spike TV for about eight or nine years now. So if we were to, were to move, I'm sure that viewers would be a little bit confused. But that's when it would, you know, uh, the responsibility would lie with TNA and the new network that we were on to create, you know, the proper advertising to let people know where we can be found. Okay, so we've got time for one more question. Um, looking at TNA right now, uh, who is the guy that you look at on that roster who, say, in five years' time is going to be the face of that company, the guy that's going to be the man to take TNA forward? Well, I, the, guy, the guy for me, uh, as an in-ring performer, it would have to be Bobby Roode. Um, from a character point of view, a guy like Eric Young... Um, I mean, both of those guys, no matter whether they're, you know, wrestling, uh, talking, I mean, they're just, they're, they're incredible, uh, incredible performers, great workers, great athletes, uh, really good, and uh, I always enjoy watching them. All right, uh, thank you, Bully, for coming on as my debut as a Curtain Jerk respondent. I think that's the title we've officially gone for. Uh, it's been really good talking to you, and all the best with, uh, you know, going into the Hall of Fame. And uh, I hope we do this again soon. All right, thanks, guys. That's fun stuff. Yeah, I liked what he said at the beginning, which is he doesn't really have a favorite. 
there's sort of a savory aspect where he really said how much he enjoyed each thing individually. It's like each thing is its own special, unique snowflake. <laughs> yeah, coming from a guy like that, I don't buy it. He's yeah. got favorites. You think so? It was, what I think was strange, though, was that music that was his hold music. It happens. Project, <laughs> what would your, what would your, what's your favorite Bully Race title reign? My, what, the tag teams? Yeah. I mean, my favorite title, like, heavyweight title would have been when he first, when he turned. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really good stuff. His favorite, or his favorite, what I think his favorite title reign was, uh, you know, I don't know. I I guess it probably would be the first time they won the WWE tag titles, just because. Where they wear them around their heads and stuff. Mm -hmm. I like that. And just because it was the first time they did it. And at the at the time it was so cool because they were the the real outside team mm-hmm. that you know you, the hardys and edge and christian were from wwe but then these guys were from ecw and then legitimized that other guys could come in and win belts yeah and they were a they were a powerhouse they yeah were totally totally threatening yeah and it's a good thing tom has that english accent otherwise i think he would have been totally threatening if we had him on the phone he'd fucking destroy us yeah uh, do you mind if we ask a question about Star Wars uh, or about the current state of business affairs? That, no, Hello? I think he called me dickbag and hung up. I think he called me dickbag. I think he called us dickbag. <laughs> uh, it is time for Jerk Tweets. Each week, go to Twitter.com, follow us at Curtain Jerks, and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. We got one here from Benjamin Area. 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 He wrote it out phonetically. Oh, did he? Area. 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 I got it. That's what you got to do. If you got a weird name, you got to send it phonetically. Mm -hmm. Benjamin Area says, if you were to replace any Happy Days character with any wrestling figure or wrestler, who would you include? Did you watch Happy Days? Yeah, I loved Happy Days. Oh, good, because I didn't. Oh, I didn't watch it. Then why don't we do Happy Days and we'll also do Tree's Company. How about that? I didn't watch Tree's Company. We'll do Cheers. We'll do Cheers and we'll do uh, Happy Days. Oh. Well, I was just gonna guess. Um, I know, I know a character. Okay, who? I know two characters. I know three characters. See, that's I know four characters. They grow. Um, I I think I got a couple. I think Fonzie's out. You don't want to replace Fonzie, or you do want to replace? I want to replace Fonzie. With who? Well, Honky Tonk Man. Oh shit! (laughs) Did I just did I just blow you out of the water? Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, the Honky Tonk Man. Replaces Arthur Ponzarelli. Uh, and I'd say uh, Paul Heyman replaces Tom Bosley. <laughs> what's his, what's that guy's name? Tom Bosley's the dad. He's Dad Cunningham. Oh, that's right. Wait, who owns the diner? Pat Morita. Wait, then who's the fat white guy? That's d- the Dad Cunningham. That's Richie's dad. Okay. All right, so Tom Bosley... Richie's dad is now Paul Heyman. Is now Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. um, and then we've got the Honky Tonk Man mm-hmm. replace, replacing Arthur Fonzarelli. Pat Morita's got to go. He's been called out. Yeah, now. Mr. Fuji. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! They're, they play the exact same character. <laughs> Richie Cunningham, Heath Slater. Yeah, perfect. Got to go redhead for redhead. Redhead for redhead. Um. Uh, Joni. Joni loves Chachi, right? Oh, yeah. Uh... Joni Lord, China. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy, easy. So who does China love? Who's who's this Chachi? Uh, this... uh What's that guy's name? <laughs> oh, Scott Bale? Yeah, Scott Bale. Yeah, who does, who's Scott Bale now? Oh, easy, The Undertaker. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> China loves Undertaker. Yeah, who doesn't? That's a whole spinoff show, right? That's a whole spinoff show right there. They have that's what I'm saying, right? In Happy Days, they get their own spinoff show. Yeah, and then another spinoff that came from that was Mork and Mindy, right? I don't know. Mork Mork visits uh, Fonzie. Uh, I think that I think it's a crossover. I don't think Mork just shows up and visits Fonzie in one episode. Okay, I'd have to double check. I don't know. Well, then who replaces Mork? Mork for Mork. Oh, um, God, it's gonna have to be the funniest wrestler out there. It's gonna be Santino. Oh, okay. I thought. Uh, all right, that's good. That's good. And oh then... no, 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 no. Uh, Eric Young. Oh, that's good. Eric Young is from Mork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that on a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll get it, small demographic. You'll get it. Now on Cheers. Uh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. We're not done. We're not done. Didn't Laverne and Shirley also stem from? Fuck you. You didn't watch Happy Days. I that didn't. is the biggest load of shit I ever heard. You're naming people. I didn't like Laverne and Shirley. Where's in Laverne and Shirley? I don't know who. Were they the 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 friends, the creepy friends? I swear they spawned from that show. This is listening to a lot of Smodcast. I I'm think talking that about. a lot of Happy Days had a lot of spinoffs. Who are Laverne and Shirley? I don't know, but they're gonna make it. <laughs> Slamil, Slamazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, because they skip in the beginning. You just clone AJ. Mm-hmm. You just clone her and you get two. All right. It's- or they'll just do, uh, they because it's an 80s television show, it'll be a lot of over the shoulders from her double. Mm-hmm. And then they'll Oh, just, the split screen. And then they'll do in the really fuzzy split screen. I like that. That's a good thing. I want to do cheers really quick. Okay. We'll start at the top. Uh, Ted Danson. Sam Sam Malone's character owns the bar. A former drunk. Former drunk. A relief pitcher but for the Sox. But a womanizing relief pitcher for the Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Perfect. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, love interest. Will they? Won't they? Sam and Diane. Who's no. Diane? Oh, yeah. Are we doing Diane or are we doing uh, Rebecca? Ah, uh, jeez. Well, let's do Diane and then we'll do Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, we will. Well, Sam did. Hey-o! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diane. Um, Prissy. Yeah. Summer. Oh, uh, who's the uh, Rusev's uh, manager, Valley? Oh, Oksana? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not Oksana. It's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> shit, it's a. Uh, Lana. 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 Oxlana. Oxlana. Okay, so Lana, and then we got Coach. Coach. Ernie Pantuso. Oh, that's sad. Coach mm-hmm. died. Passed. Gorilla Monsoon. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Really good. I like that a lot. Right? Uh, Woody. Yeah. Woody, the uh, younger incarnation. Yeah, the younger of coach, the younger incarnation. Uh, sweet, a sweet boy from uh, uh, Indiana. The barback. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's I, I know who this is. It's um, it's good looking, not so bright. Kofi Kingston. <laughs> yep. I'm not, you, I was gonna say Kofi Kingston before you said not so bright. He just lights up a room. Sure. What are you gonna do? Sure. And uh, then um, you got your uh, you got uh, uh Carla. Carla. Uh, mm-hmm. Such anger. Yeah. It pops out a lot of kids. So many last names. Um, I like the, let's go with the anger thing. Oh, uh, let's <laughs> do TNA. What's that? Daphne. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Daphne. Yeah. And then we've got, uh, oh yeah, of course the other, the guy's hanging out of the bar, Cliff Clavin, who obvious that's, uh, Damien Sandow, right? Oh, all right. Well, what shit. What were you going to say? Nope, 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 because my norm, I'm just going to change it to norm. Okay, then who's norm? Abyss! Ah, oh, perfect! Abyss is perfect for norm. <laughs> God, I would watch the shit out of this episode of Shears. And then Rebecca. Uh, I always, I don't know who I liked more. We got two more. We got Rebecca and one more. Um, Rebecca, uh, can we do Lana again? What's great? No way. All right, okay, okay. Um, 
Miss Elizabeth. Oh. Yeah. Boy, she's really sweet to be Rebecca. Who's yeah, but Miss so Elizabeth is a little too sweet to be Rebecca, I think. Um, Gail Kim. Oh, Gail Kim would be a great Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Frasier. Oh, I forgot about Frasier. That oh, that's Sandow. That's, that's Sandow. fucking Sandow. Okay, so... Uh, Sandow is Frasier Crane. Cliff Clavin is... Uh, God, that's got to be tough. Oh, Cliff Clavin should, would be like Zack Ryder. No, no, no. Cliff Clavin <laughs> No, because he annoys everybody. It's John Cena. <laughs> it's John Cena. Hey, a little finger in army. Yeah, <laughs> it's John Cena. That's perfect. And then who plays Lilith? Oh, Fraser yeah. Crane's hot ass cold ice queen wife, <laughs> Linda McMahon. Oh, come on! <laughs> I had such a crush on Lilith. Not anymore. Oh, Politics. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> God, what a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, I hope to see photographed, uh, photoshopped posters of all these posted to our Facebook wall soon. Um, Steve, you were telling me about some article. Before we started recording today. I tell you about a lot of articles. You do. You read. Pfft, a waste of time. Remind me, which article is this? It's something about uh, all these, uh, like the announcing. Oh, something about yeah. The announcing so is- there was a breakdown, I believe it was on Bleacher Report, talking about a sort of breakdown about how the announcing team has to change on Yeah, on Mike, Rump. Tanae, and Taz. No, 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 no. That's oh. the impact. Mike, Tanae, and Taz, I feel like they're telling very dramatic stories. They are. They're That's why invested. I was joking. They're very invested. Mm-hmm. But on Raw and WWE, so much of the announced team doesn't seem to even be paying attention to the match. They're not, more, they're not invested. They're not doing the storytelling. They're not building dramatic moments. They're talking about Twitter hashtags. They're doing promotion. They're drinking Mountain Dew. There's just a general lack of storytelling that's really making a lot of the great work going on unnoticed. Mm-hmm. So uh, I followed up on this article. I read it, and then I found out that WWE wasn't happy about this article, and they were like, we've got to make a change. So they went to Twitter and started asking people, what can we do to change the announce team? So they got all this feedback, and we've got an ex- another exclusive on this show We've got one of the members of the new announced team based on uh, the uh, the viewers. WWE went to the viewers, asked what they wanted, and then decided to have a new announced team. Probably done via the app, I would assume. Probably. Mm-hmm. So here's the promo for the new announced team. Doc Hendricks here. All right. You are tired of the old WWE Monday Night Raw announce team. Well, we're shaking things up for you, the viewers, the WWE Universe. Michael Cole is boring. You've heard everything he has to say. You want JR back. Joey Styles was once a treat. Maybe Doc Hendricks should step back in those shoes. That wasn't said, but we've got a treat for you. Michael Cole is yesterday's news. Now, introducing to you, Michael Cool. Hey, how you doing? It's great to see you. I'm going to have a blast showing you all the great wrestling moves. That's right. Michael Cool cuts down on promotions and tells you the moves happening in the ring. This guy's picking that guy up and then he's throwing him over there. Wow, would you look at that? He goes into detail about his favorite WWE superstars. Man, I gotta tell you, I don't think there's anybody that's ever gonna be as technically proficient in the ring as John Cena. 
he doesn't just stop right there. He also talks about WWE Divas. Oh, man. You know who's attractive? All of the WWE Divas. He doesn't mention one word about the WWE films unless it's starring a WWE superstar. Wade Barrett is in this. Wondering what this feud is going to culminate to? That's right, Michael Cool knows all the match types. I can't wait till this Inferno match ends in a steel cage at WrestleMania? Wondering what the story behind the feud is? Michael Cool gives you the rundown. Man, I'm telling you, Dolph Ziggler really isn't enjoying himself now that he's got a little bit of smudge on those white boots. Check Twitter for more details. Listen to those hard-hitting questions done in a one-on-one -on -one interview with Shawn Michaels. So, like, what happened to your ponytail? And listen to that insightful commentary from the upcoming match, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. What a powerful maneuver. Gosh, this is really exciting, guys. Oh, I almost spilled my Mountain Dew. What do you think, Jerry the King Brawler? Titties! And to round out the new commentary team of Michael Cool, Jerry the King Brawler, here's John Barkshaw Layfield. Starting Mondays after SummerSlam, only on the WWE Network. Doc Hendricks for Hall of Fame. That wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks this week. Stunning. Spectacular. Spectacular, sir. Um... Thank you so much, Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes. Again, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes and on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Memes. Go follow Tom on there. Tell him what you thought of the interview. I, for one, very much enjoy it. And I said it publicly right here, and I'll say it on there as well. Yes, thank you, Tom. That was a great interview. Um, also, uh, next week we'll be doing another Gets Jerked episode. That's right. It's a very, very good uh, documentary we watched called Insane Fight Club. It's a BBC documentary. It was very good. It's available on Netflix now in the U.S. for sure. I think they've aired it in the U.K. and other forms and fashions. So if you want to watch it now and then you'll be caught up to speed when you then listen to that episode. And then it'll be like we all went to the same movie and then talked about it and there's no risk of spoilers. Guys, go watch Guardians of the Galaxy for God's sakes. It's so much fun. I'm going to go probably a third time. I'm going to go with Jack Swagger. He invited me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, don't uh, eat beforehand. No, I'm. you're right. Don't eat beforehand. No, uh, I'm so excited. That's not what I meant. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, free entertainment. Who doesn't love free entertainment? I love it. It's free and I'm entertained. Oh, we don't ask for money. We don't ask for uh, uh, gobs of money. We don't ask for much. You don't need a credit card to ride this train. No way. But we uh, do ask for something in return. We ask that you help us out. 
you help us out in the numbers out there in the wrestling world and that you share us. You get on SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks and you follow us on there. You add to those numbers so it increases and other people can see that this podcast is something to jump onto, that this is funny and this is good and that you like it and then you can share it. You can repost it on there and you can like the episodes and comment on them too. And when you share it and you repost it, if you'd been commenting, everybody gets to see what you're saying. You know what that is? That's publicity for you, the listener. Yeah, you may get more followers too out of this. Oh my God, it's it's all cyclical. Oh yeah, we make a funny joke. You make a funny joke based on that funny joke. That's called a callback. That's and, building on a joke. And then we get super pissed off that we didn't come up with that joke. They're like, son of a bitch, that guy's blind. Yeah, that guy, I can't believe he made a joke based on our dick joke. He thinks he's the best dick joker. I'm gold dust blocking him. Yeah, lemueled. Mm-hmm. And so you get to do that, and that helps us out. That's huge. So obviously, share this podcast with your friends, and go to youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Follow us on there. Subscribe. Like us. Uh, comment on our videos. you got your predictions videos on there for the pay-per-views. You've got your wrestler pronunciation manuals on there. We even had that JR's barbecue taste test on there. Yeah, maybe you forgot. It was delicious. It's a video sharing website. Share the videos as we share them with you. Yeah, getting interactive. We want your interactivity. We want to hear from you guys. We like talking with you as much as wrestling fans don't seem to like to do that. We actually do. Yeah, you know what? Look, I understand when people say the internet and they say wrestling and they think, you know what? Why doesn't anybody ever talk about wrestling on the internet? It's like there's no one's got any comments to make. I think everybody's got some comments to make. You do it on YouTube. Do it on SoundCloud. Guys, Triple H is a phony. He's trying to jump on the internet now with his Twitter and everything. And, and the WWE Network. He's pretending he's fan-friendly. We are fan-friendly. We're giving you a voice. Let's talk shit on Triple H together. Hand in hand, guys. Where's that ponytail after all, Triple yeah. H? What? I thought that guy had committed to his character, huh? Yeah. He's a really good guy, and it seems like he really knows what's going yeah, on, Yeah, he seems actually. like he's taking care of that new talent. Ugh. Uh. Motherfucker, you giving away Dallas? You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.